hello, niggas. I said hello, niggas. It's so nice to have you back where you belong, niggas. <laughs> I feel for an anniversary show. You need a little razzle dazzle, you know. It is. It's funny. This is the anniversary show, and I'm laying here in the bed with COVID. But we're here and we're it's happy one year to this program this train wreck of a podcast <laughs> this program that we we be doing most weeks and we be on here rambling and shit and y'all been listening to us so happy one year to y'all too <laughs> and i i want to thank y'all for embarking on this um this journey of media exploration that we are on <laughs> um so in order to thank y'all we're going to take a step back. We are. To, um, we're going to go back to where it all began. We're going back to chasing Atlanta. <clears throat> Life is truly what you make it. Gotta learn how to embrace it. Gotta fight for what you want. If you want to be happy, happy. You know make it. I just couldn't. I still sing all that song could, to this day. All I could understand was life is truly what you make it. I couldn't get nothing else. So you got more of them lyrics than I did. So that song, I feel like that song is from some reality competition. I know I've heard it before. Um, before listening to. Um, before watching chasing any chasing reality stuff it's a woman named erica kane that sings it or a group named erica kane i'm trying to look mm. it up but uh they shortly get rid of that theme song chasing dallas this season started no chasing la this year started that trend and i am not happy about it because mm. i go up for that song but i'll be like yep life is truly what you make it I mean, it's a good theme song, and it's very right. fitting for what we do here. Bitch, gotta learn show. how to do what? Embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going back, back, back to Atlanta for Chasing Atlanta season three. Um, I mm-hmm. think season three is the season that really set the benchmark for queer. Um, queer independent reality programming or just queer independent programming uh season three is probably the most solid season that they had they had a a nicely diverse cast and you actually see people like chasing you know yeah like this is the first season that you actually see like work happening and it's not just the fuckery and the foolishness yeah it's not just a bunch of nonsense and running around and half-ass planned events and like this Mm -hmm. is the first season that you actually see them doing real work now in addition to that i have an issue i have a qualm okay ready because it's like i don't know follow me i actually have two (laughs) one i don't really like the way that Kendra was handled on this show. I don't like the way that they talked about 
her the way she identifies I don't like the way that they I just don't like the way they handled her through this season I felt like it was it was kind of gross and honestly to me I know a lot of them came down at on Oliver for what he said but I think Lauren was worse because also being a trans woman to continuously try to drag her in the way she did making those fucked up comments like Lauren was by far worse than and so was Berlin Berlin wasn't good either Berlin was kind of bad about it too like the two trans girls on the show were the worst to her in my opinion I didn't think Berlin was Berlin didn't say much but when she did say some shit it was always a little shady like yeah it, it was never just like but I felt like with them two being the two trans women on the show and granted Lauren was transitioning through this season right so well beginning this is like the very beginning yeah, of her because, journey to Lauren because this season starts with her being referred to as Jalen and then mm-hmm. becomes Lauren later which yes I get it but being that you two are the trans women on the show, I felt like they didn't handle Kendra properly. And with the level I can understand of care that. and respect that bringing someone, especially a trans person, into this platform would need from other trans people. So that is one thing. The second, I don't like the production of this show. Not like the production quality. I mean the production team. They're way too... Yes, we know that the producers are very involved in these storylines on all of these reality shows. But these producers in particular, they... Like, why are y'all on camera? Why are y'all sitting in these... Having conversations with these people? Like, just be cast members at this point. Well, that actually becomes that's chasing Dallas, but that's for another episode. <laughs> okay. I mean, the I know they talk the a lot about Reese G, who hosted one of the reunions, or maybe two of the reunions, who's on Chasing Dallas now. EP. And actually Chasing Dallas, um, from Reese's in Chasing uh, Chasing Dallas is done. Um, Andario Abrams came out that same night. The, the same night that the reunion happened, which was supposed to be, which was on Zoom and was promptly ended when Reese got mad, um, that Chasing Dallas is not over. It's just on some kind of like hiatus right now. Okay. It's all kinds of mess. But I, I do know what you mean because we saw that in season one and two, mm-hmm. where it looked like Kevon was involving himself in situations where he shouldn't have involved himself yeah. in, like especially on camera. Right. And um, even, even and, in this season, like, why are you trying to have a a confrontation with Oliver on camera? Like, right over this, like, who fucked or who Jake Swan on production? Like, yeah, who he fucked on production. Like, and I, I have to say, we were born, got on my damn nerves the whole time. Honestly, I'm gonna say this I'm glad they were on this one season. Because I actually really enjoy their music. They're they're really fucking talented. No, I like they, their music. They, make, like, they really just got music. on my damn nerves because they kept. Yeah, no, I was happy they were on this one season. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm happy they were on this one season because I got to like, okay, 
this is a new, like, really talented queer artist. Mm-hmm. But go away. <laughs> Especially with Jay Twan or whatever. Is that what his name is? Jay Twan? Yeah. Jay I think he's, he's, I think he's a Scorpio. I'm pretty sure. He just continuously, <laughs> it's like, one, you keep injecting yourself and shit that don't have nothing to do with you. And then two, it's like, you keep turning up for what? Like, you're doing a yep, lot. Yeah, he's a Scorpio. It's like, he's you're Scorpio. doing a you know, Scorpio's lot. crazy. For like nothing, because how you gonna Bitch. do all this? Trying pulling out a taser on Oliver and all this other shit behind something somebody else said, then turn around and say you know that that person's a liar and a scammer. Like what? You can't. Yeah, it was a I lot was, of like, like, but that's honestly that's how Scorpio. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like that's how fucking Scorpios are. That's how the last three years of my life have been. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> it's these like abrupt shifts in like personality especially like when it comes to conflict it's like what the fuck is wrong with you also like yeah he's a he's cute and he's a scorpio of course he's fucking nuts i I still fuck him no shade you think he's cute jayton's cute yeah he's cute i don't know something around the eyes is weird to me he has these extremely wide eyes. Maybe that's what it is. He's not unattractive. Yeah, like almost anime like, eyes. The thing about it is I don't think anybody on this cast is unattractive. I def- I'm not. No, not at all. At all. You see what my name is? Yes. I, I was saw. looking. I, I still saw. be looking. I, I follow Oliver. I do too. Um, I don't think anybody I got a fatty daddy. I do think this is a very well put together cast and a, a very it's the best cast yeah very much a well put together cast i just think i don't know something about his eyes just they're like shifty they kind of throw me off <laughs> <laughs> shifty oh my god i feel like but it could be them fucking context it could be that i was about to say it's like i can't tell i can never tell like wait is he light-eyed i'm confused i was i every time i look at him his face is different i, I know and I that's what it why. is i don't uh, i don't oh, i want y'all to let these color contests go i am tired of y'all in these color contexts. all of y'all nigga hated you too shit <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know this nigga outside talking about hey hey well hello <laughs> oh my gosh shit shut up there's so many of y'all in these color contexts. It is quite just please. And I'm all of y'all, Nicki Minaj, all of y'all. Can we let this just go? Hang them up. Like, just hang them up. Just let them go. Just let them yeah, go. Just y'all. Please. It actually, honestly, 98% of y'all, 99% of y'all look better without them anyway. Y'all like way more. You can look good with them. You can look good without them. My thing is, is you're going to have an eye infection. It's going to roll into the back of your eye. Just let it the fuck go. If you don't need them to correct your vision, then stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Yeah. If you're not dressing up in costume or correcting your vision, let it go. Yeah, now, if, if you choose to live like, every day in your life in costume, then that's your choice. For anything outside of cosplay is like, you are really taking a real gamble here. Right, and we're not. Well, they actually might be twenty something. They're, I think they're all in their like early twenties. Um, most of them. Anyway. I believe that Jay Twan is actually older than that because I remember looking. Because I remember Gardini said they were the two oldest, and I got confused because I was like, "Are y'all the same age?" I'm I pretty was- sure Kendra was because I think Oliver. Because Oliver mentioned something about Kendra being ten years older than him, and I'm like, he's at least twenty something. Hold on. 
I'm looking it up now. I was trying to actually look up just that person, but I can't spell his name at all. It's J-E. That's too much for me. I almost said exclamation point or dash. I'm just, I just couldn't figure out the appropriate. Wait, so Devon's back on this season? No. No, he, he is he back on season four? No? No. Devon leaves chasing reality and goes to <clears throat> she status ATL hustle. <laughs> which becomes a mess because there is a cast member by the name of Sherrod who also performs in pornographic material under the name Fiji hmm. who had sex and out of Sherrod's mouth had sex with Devon's boyfriend for two payments of $50. Oh. Yeah. That's a mess. Yeah. But at the same time, too, which they never finished that. This is the one thing that I will always love and support about Chasing Reality. We get a like a full season. Like there might be some audio issues. There might be some weird editing. But at the very least, we get a full season, um, except for L.A. But L.A. was a whole different thing. Chasing, LA I'm happened? sorry, G status. Yes, it was weird. It was really weird because things were edited in a way that just didn't make sense. It's like niggas sitting down talking about, yeah, so this brunch we're doing it all of a sudden, everybody's a dirty dick, pussy ass bitch out of nowhere. Like the editing was off in a way where things were kind of left on the floor. Um, There was a lot of transphobia. It was it was a mess. Um, But with G status, we begin to actually see why Sherrod is acting the way that he's acting and doing the things that he's doing. Come to find out that Sherrod actually has a um, substance abuse issue. Um, Present day, I believe he has, I believe he is like doing well and clean. Um, But you see the shift happening and there's no like resolution. There's no resolution mm-hmm. for the Devon storyline. There's no re- resolution for anything because apparently the um, executive producer and creator, Ja, had some um, uh, emotional issues at the time and mm-hmm. needed to back away from the project. And in backing away from the project, he just completely walked away. Um, so oh. this is why I absolutely love Chasing Reality because we always get a full season and like even kl who's affiliated with all these people as well has which all these shows fashioners of atlanta the fashioners of atlanta i don't even know what that is so. bitch it was a mess but i loved every minute of it when i tell you every i cannot find this child's age at all no that bitch is like blanche Devereaux. that shit is scrubbed from the internet I see um, a happy birthday post and cannot find this child's age to Vanessa. Come on, Jason? Yes. I know. I think his birthday is like October 24th. And I only know that because he posted a thought bop, like this really, this body positive thought bop picture. Yeah, it was October that I was 24th like, that I see this happy birthday post. Like, yes, please defeat your depression. this child's age for nothing um but this season 
we actually we threw a bunch of names out, but this season we get uh, new people added to the cast. A ton of uh, new people. It's a whole new cast, really. Half the cast was gone. Like Devon was gone. Lyric was gone. Sky I forgot Lyric was even on here. That's the wild part. I forgot all about that person. Yeah, he popped in for that one episode. It didn't even show up to the video, I guess. <laughs> but that's kind of how I felt about Troy this this season. Like, oh, you still here? Okay. I felt that same way too. We got we get okay. So full cast roster. Um, we've got a returning. Uh, Lauren England, Q. Montel makes his triumphant, very quiet return and hides in the background for all of this shit because he don't want no problems and no issues with none of this. Um, and Cameron. And I'm pretty sure, I think that's pretty much it for everybody. Like all the, that's old all returning. the returning people. Yeah. yeah. And then you get like half of the cast is new. You got Oliver Twix, um, rapper, content creator, works with T.S. Madison, actually on her new show right now. Um, you get We Were Born, Jay Twan and Berlin. They are a duo. Berlin is a trans woman who is a performer and singer. Jay Twan is a singer and songwriter. You get, oh my God, Troy. There we go. Troy. <laughs> yes, you get Troy, who I, Troy says, they said he has a credit company. So, but Troy, he's doing CPNs, which is illegal. That's I'm like that's not a credit company because and he's he, openly talking about it. But see, Troy said he was doing credit repair, which is legal. But CPNs are very much like doing quote unquote CPNs. That is a very illegal. Well, according to Cameron, he Cameron was the one that said, "Oh, you know, and Troy's doing his CPNs." I was but like, you know, oh. "I'm gonna go by what Troy said," because Troy said he was doing credit repair, he was doing teeth whitening, he is the store manager at the BB down at the Perimeter Mall, he is the stylist, he is he's a man with many jobs. He said. In order to be a millionaire, you have to have seven jobs. And I already have four, bitch. I am living the life. Yes. I'm like, work, Troy. Seven I do jobs, love Troy. I don't know how much income he's making from these other things. Well, you know, they didn't say you had to make that much money. They said you just had to have seven streams of income. <laughs> oh, did you say Gardini? Gardini's here. Oh, Gardini. Well, I can't necessarily include Gardini because Gardini... Was, was part of the cast the and was show? not part of the cast and was fired. I mean, was still in the opening, movie. although the bitch was locked up the whole show. It was in the opening because and the bitch was fired. Uh, really? M- Mama was fired red. Mm. She talks about it. She talks about like, yeah, they fired me and Oliver. They fired uh Gardini and then they fire Oliver. So what I'm thinking is that Oliver was doing some behind the scenes work for them and then moved to the front of the camera. But oh, um, probably he, that was their whole during that second half of the reunion when they were in the like hotel. I didn't lobby. watch the reunion. I told you I can't watch those reunions. <laughs> the fucking audio throws me off. I can't watch it. Well second half is better. It's the audio is solid. And I guess some things get resolved, but it's not like a full cast reunion. It's just four people, the four people that I guess they could trust to go out in the public and act right. Mm. Considering that once again in 
grand old chasing Atlanta fashion, a fight breaks out. The reunion no, and shuts it down. Brawl. It always ends up in a fucking brawl. Last year was the only year, only year that it did. And that was because they didn't have an audience in the Monty Van Zappas hosting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gardini is also a returning cast member as well. Did you see Gardini talking to Angela? Why was she there? I... <laughs> Why was she there? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you niggas don't let Angie go home and rest, she got enough going on. I don't. I, it's the questions. <laughs> what? Huh? I just be having so many questions by about so many things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I too was like, what? Why is this? A, Why is this what? bitch here? Like that whole, time, that whole scene. It was like, what is this for? I'm confusion. There's no way y'all know each other. You know what? You, okay. I'm I mean, maybe this. y'all do. Atlanta's like wildly small. So it's a good chance that y'all would know each other. But also, yeah. what are we doing here? And honestly, some of these kids on these like web reality shows <clears throat> actually do know these folks. I mean, on season I mean, four, Missy Elliott's dog groomer comes on. Atlanta, <laughs> a bitch, like what? Atlanta's not a big city. Like it's a major metropolitan area, but everybody kind of knows everybody, right? So it's yeah. like it's just one of those type of towns where it's like, I, it's not surprising to me that they know each other. But I just don't it's know more why this conversation why was, was happening there. on camera on my television screen. I just don't know why this conversation was happening at all. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is the question. Like, why is this? Uh, okay, girl. <laughs> like you said, I guess, I guess he wanted to speak to a fellow scammer on exactly like what to do, you know? Oh, how she scammed how the Republican Party? Bitch, you mean okay? I that I'm gonna be honest with you. That I don't believe is a scam. That I believe is her completely and utterly. Mm. Um, but you know her past with uh, Miss Parks. I think the moderate. I think I do think that Mama's a Republican. I don't think that she's. Oh as, no, she is. I don't think that she's as extreme as she presents. But extremes is what gets you views and clicks. That's why I said I think that she's scamming them in that sense because I think it's like I'm gonna be as over the top as possible to get y'all coin. I just think that that's her real talk. I don't, I don't think that's Angela. But I mean, it's neither here nor there. You live your life. I'm not paying you shit, so I don't care. No, and I almost bought that little piddly book, but then you know you started coming out with your old bigotry shit. And then had the nerve to have your black ass. And this isn't the, this is the first time that she's on Chasing Anything because she ends up on like a two part special called Chasing Chat where they, it was their like talk show for a minute where they bring Angela Stanton back out. And I was like, why are we bringing her out again? Can't you leave your auntie at home? Okay. <laughs> leave Auntie Angela and her me hateful bigotry at home. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody need to sit there. Oliver's fat pussy is here. Let us just watch that. Shit. It's just extremely confusing to me. Just like, what is... All right, girl. 
Well, this was. I the guess Instagram the... ain't doing it for you, so you jump over here. Get that book. Yeah. Um, I love this season because this was the season of the kimono and the LLC. <laughs> the first season the second season i'm sorry was the season of numbers and the mink stole mm-hmm. this season is the season of the kimono and the llc um allow me to regale you all with the short but not quite so short but we'll make it short tale of lauren england and uh rich lux llc so apparently Gardini went behind Lauren's back, purchased her LLC to a fake address, to a fake address. Um, Lauren never going to, goes into too much of a detail exactly as to like what happens after that. She just keeps saying like Gardini is trying to destroy me. I'm living in my shop. I mean, shop. she did say that she lost everything. That's, she see, But that's all she says is like, I lost everything. This bitch tries to take everything away from me. Mm-hmm. But she ends up like Lauren ends up opening another, like purchasing another LLC with her. It's Riche Lux. <laughs> yeah. This bitch throws an E on itch and is like, itch on rich and is like, I'm back in business, bitches. Let's get it done. Yeah. It was Gardini so ends up like somehow Gardini's parole officer finds out that Gardini is living in Atlanta when they were supposed to actually be living in Florida. Um, they end up arrested and serving roughly about two months of time before they even get out. Mm. And I, they, this was on the same day they got popped the day, I think the last day of their probation. Yeah. And ended up having to go back on to probation because of this shit. And she was like, yeah, my probation officer knew about the show. So who could, who, who could have told them? Oh, it's Lauren. Like, <laughs> nigga. Like twenty something thousand people, I if not more, at this point, have just been scrolling YouTube and found the shit. Like that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Especially considering that, like, you did go, like, Gardini did go viral. Yeah, for, for like a good two year period with that um wow wow thoughts that shit yeah. that damn song where she everybody thought it was. <laughs> Everybody thought it was Rick Ross in a lame Bryant one piece. I mean, I did. I swear it was. I saw that. I saw that video before I saw the show. Yeah, same. Honestly, so it was like this is what I thought was happening. It's like, what the fuck is Rick Ross doing? When I say you, I was confused. Like, I was Real, like, wait, what is happening? What are we doing Confused here? and honestly, like, I don't know, scared for his safety at that point. It's like, are you safe, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Gardini ends up, like, once again, serving their two-month period of time. Lauren gets blamed for it, which just seems oddly ridiculous. And then they have their final showdown it was like mob wives you remember that last season that last mob wives reunion the sit down they had a sit down at a little quinta inn (laughs) oh i'm sorry it was a day's end and that was i was like what here what is happening i was when i tell you so many things about so much of this confused me (laughs) it's kind of the same It's like, why are we having this at a day's end? 
out of, of all places. Well, Lauren and Gardini have their um, their showdown at the uh, showdown at the Howard Johnson, and the manager has to come over and tell them to shut the fuck up because yes. people are complaining about the noise. Manager very much was like, "You hoes are loud." Um. <laughs> then they move outside and just get louder. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren throws a drink, and that bitch got out of there quick. Did she not? She did. Mama was moving. Said no, like, not today, ma'am. I'm gonna go. <laughs> My hair looks good. I glass of water, distraction. I'm out of here. That bitch said, "Look over there." And then right. <laughs> she straight up fucking did. Um, but I do. Lauren looked. Lauren looked. Okay, Lauren's looks. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if we was gonna talk about him now, cause. It was like for me, like 60 40. Like okay. 60% on. I would agree. 40% questionable. I would agree. Like Lauren, Lauren with them old, <laughs> with them old short ass, I'm a nurse, that curled wigs. No. I, yeah, I didn't like the short wigs. No, because the bitch looked like a tennis ball with eyeshadow on. I also wasn't <laughs> the biggest fan of the bob. That blonde bob kind of bothered me. I like the bob. I, did I didn't like the, like the blonde bob. The other bobs were fine. Oh, no, I like the blonde one, too. I didn't like the blonde one. I just don't... She, I don't like her in shortcuts. Because she cuts them too short. That's why I didn't like the blonde bob. I felt like the bob didn't hit her face in the way that it needed to. She, it needed to be a little bit longer. Okay, I could see why you say that. Because um, it like it hit her at an odd point of her jawline, which made her face look way stronger than it actually looks. More defined instead yeah. of blurred. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like them. Um, I didn't like them Fantasia wigs. Mm-mm. It was like mm, that was where I drew the line. Them it's 27 like, no, girl. pieces. Bitch, that wasn't even 27 <laughs> pieces. You got a good 18 and a half, maybe out of that shit. Because it was nothing there. <laughs> there was nothing there. Like at all. This bitch is walking around looking like a fucking cockatoo. Like, no. Yeah, I you deserve better. I wasn't a fan, but then some of the longer wigs were kind of iffy too. I don't know. My problem wasn't even so much the hair as some of them outfits. Like, you know, some of the outfits were questionable, but every you know. first of all, everything don't need to be crapped. She's feeling herself. I, I I'd rather it, her feeling herself. You're not about to run around here. Robe. You're not about to run around here in a titty hammock and a fucking. <laughs> Three foot cardigan, and you wrapped around talking about you called bitch. I know, didn't she? She had the nerve to sit up talking about, well, I'm out here in a two piece and I'm cold and getting annoyed because they're having a conversation. She's like, bitch, you should have dressed for the Put weather. Clothes on. You knew what the weather was, bitch. Like, it's. You the one that decided, oh, I'm going to be cute and wear this little tiny, skinny, little any mini top, bitch, and an oversized sweater that was thin. Yeah. Bitch, if you all put on a fucking hoodie and go. <coughs> like, we still can see it. We still see the shape you paid for. We still... 
You can still show that in a hoodie. I forgot this bitch did that shit and was like, well, I'm cold. It's like, bitch, what the fuck? Of course you are. Yeah. I would I would expect you to, to come be. outside and like dental floss and a car. <laughs> and then go exactly. talk to you, go, girl, go find something to do with yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um that I, that shit did take me out. I totally forgot about that. I'm cold. <laughs> they out here talking and I'm cold. It's like, bitch, of course you're cold. We all know it. <laughs> that- I also, it annoyed me. They kept saying they were going on a safari. Y'all niggas are going to the zoo. It is not a safari trip. It is the zoo. So the safari, um, the safari is Q trying to link Lauren, Troy, and Oliver up. Mm-hmm. Lauren realizes that Oliver is friends or at one point was friends with Cardini. She storms off, starts taking her shit off. Q talks everybody off the ledge. Oliver, Oliver wasn't here for it. No. Did you see what he was like? Okay, well, is she coming? Because I'm hot. Well, these niggas is either always hot or cold. That's They're just- <laughs> always hot or cold. Nobody ever dresses appropriately for the weather. Okay, are we doing this? Because I'm hot. Lauren stomping away. Oliver's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm ready to go see some giraffes. And that mean, shit was not a safari. That shit was Tiger King too. It was. It was a. It was a train ride through the zoo. That was not a zoo. That was I not mean, a zoo. Atlanta Zoo is okay, decent. Was that the Atlanta Zoo? Yeah. That's not the Atlanta Zoo. Are you serious? That's what they said. That's not the, that can't be the Atlanta Zoo. I mean, it could no be. No reputable, like. General, but... These niggas was riding around in wind stars with the windows busted out and Mars on them. That's not the Atlanta Zoo. That actually would make sense for the Atlanta Zoo because they do have some weird safari excursion thing there. That's one of those. That's why I said Tiger King. Um, which they call a zoo, but that's not a zoo. Hold on. Let's see. Because if Atlanta Zoo has this, because I do believe, I've only been to Atlanta Zoo once, so I can't tell you that much about it, but I think they do have some, like, safari excursion thing where you do ride around in those type of cars. This is ridiculous. Okay, so what is that? What is a hero? Oh, that's a dog. They have, Get out of here. What? They they do have a safari thing at the zoo. <laughs> like the actual zoo. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. They have a safari thing at the zoo, yeah. On Zoo Atlanta. <laughs> yes, girl. I just mm-mm. they need to shut that place down. <laughs> <laughs> they need to shut that place down. That's what, when they were like, oh yeah, we're going to the zoo. I'm like, that is not a zoo. We saw that. We saw that. All of last pan, all of last um quarantine, that ain't no zoo, girl. Because hold on, let's see. Visit what they be doing over here. Now that's some shit that Jeff Lowe or one of the crazy ass niggas built. It's like, all right, we're gonna break the windows out of these cars, put some bars on it. We're gonna give you niggas a bag of peanuts, drive around and let you niggas feed the animals. See, listen. It's the African savanna, or a chance to explore the Ford African rainforest. 
you can do a stroll or you can do it in a car. This is the thing. Mm-mm. That is that is silly. <laughs> they need to be shut down. They need to be shut down. I'm gonna say I know I've seen this because again I've only been to that damn zoo one time, but I know that I saw this. <laughs> like you niggas had such a like you niggas had probably the most um, uncomfortable and disgusting, heartwarming pour out for fucking Harambe, and then you want to take your ass out there on the fucking four winds with bars in the window and hope for the best. That I mean, is not Harambe a zoo. That is a bad happened. idea. Harambe also happened in Cincinnati, not in Atlanta. Yes. So. No, I know, but I'm talking about zoos. <laughs> I mean, if, honestly, if you're going, like, zoos in general are awful, so. They are. <laughs> There's a caliber. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, you don't get close to the animals. No. Not like that. Mm-hmm. Not with Mima driving a fucking minivan through somebody's. I mean, maybe yard. it wasn't as close as it looked. Maybe that was they kind of did the most for the cameras. I don't know. These niggas was shoving, like the giraffes was shoving their face in. No, because like, I, I mean, but if you go to the Cincinnati Zoo, you can um you can feed the go to the zoo here. You can feed the giraffes and they walk right up to the damn thing. Mm-mm. I don't, we, we don't do that. Brooklyn definitely like got licked by a giraffe. Like this was a thing. Because it, it, she was just, she was disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Because she only was thing standing that I'm on the like, the treetop don't thing. Animals. Now in most zoos, you can get closer to the animals. Like it's kind of a, yeah. Well, meanwhile, this whole time, I thought that they were some shady roadside attraction. But they're in, they're at the zoo. The zoo. Oh. They're at Tiger King too. <laughs> and Oliver makes probably the biggest, boldest, most common sense statement that <laughs> anyone on any of these shows has ever made. Girl, why are y'all going through all this? Why are y'all so stressed? <laughs> I mean, the question of the day. And it stays like that was the entire theme of this season was really like, why are y'all going through this? Why are y'all so stressed? I will say, though, that like pop up by Sky, that shook me. I was like, ooh, Cameron, you fucked up. So, but can we talk about Cameron? Because what what is the deal? Like, does mama have, is mama delusional? Does does she have some mental health issues? Like, what is, is it? Is she unhinged? Because mama stay with a lie. Just out here, just lying. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to know, like, what is really the the cause? The What is the issue? Like, is is are you making shit up because they're telling you to for the show? Are you really delusional? Like, what is really going on? That's what I've been trying to figure out for years. Um, Because I want to like Cameron, but there's just too many things. That don't make no fucking sense. And there it is. It's like, what are we even talking about at this point? (laughs) I like the whole, oh God, do you remember what we talked about it first? We talked about it on, I believe it actually was the second episode. Um, Cameron wanted to get pissed on. Yeah. 
So there was a whole Jack thing. The whole where, Jack situation about yeah, and Cameron, Cameron being upset. Being in the water not sports. really upset about them putting his business out there, but then like you were engaged, but you and Sky was dating, and then y'all wasn't, but then y'all was. And, and then possibly fucking somebody on production. Right. It was just too many different things that, and the, the whole Q thing. Which, okay, this is going to sound fucked. This is going to sound fucked. I'm going to put this the, the best way I, per, I can. Um, as a person, Q is not my cup of tea. At least based on these shows. I don't know Q personally, but based on what has been presented to me, he's just not my cup of tea, right? Why do you say There's, that? Because Q reminds me of... How do I say this? Because I want to know if it's for the same reason that I feel that way. Q is, I don't want to say the complete embodiment of, but Q for me represents, there's this very specific type of gay who is um, attractive, who is successful, but also says a bunch of really slick shit. And I I don't like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you're cute, you're successful. Go be cute and successful. Like, go do the damn thing. Why is what has, what anybody else has going on? Like, we saw it season two. Remember the, when they, remember when these niggas had a whole ass conference in front of the beauty shop outside? Yes, yes. And he was like egging that on in a way that irked the living fuck out of me because the only thing that you have to do is sit back and enjoy the drama. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to say shit. And seeing Q, he just has this habit of saying things. I'm like, shut up. Like, just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, go be happy. Like, literally, please, just go be happy. Just because you think it doesn't mean it, it needs to be said. You know what I mean? I get it's it. this attractiveness, it's the successfulness that leads its way to an entitlement to say whatever it is the fuck you want to say whenever the fuck you want to say it. Mm-hmm. Even in situations that have absolutely nothing to do with you. It's the inability to have some cooth. See, Oops. he rubs me the wrong way as well, but for a totally different reason. I gave like the PG version of it. That's why it took so long. There's really more deep-seated hate. Well, it's just, see... It's not, I mean, most of them kind of rub me the wrong way for this very, for the same reason. Cause uh-huh. it's, I, I personally have a very real aversion to people who base a person's worth and value in what they can provide to them. You know what I'm saying? Or in what they do. Yeah, yeah, it's like in what you do and how you can. And when your entire conversation is, I make this much money and I do this, this and this and I'm booked and busy and da, 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 da. And it's like people who really are booked and busy don't have to tell you about it all the time consistently. I mean, let's be honest. People who are booked and busy won't talk to you because they're booked and busy. Right. <laughs> but then not just that, it's like when it's consistently like I make this much money and I got 
I got this much more than you. And then like they tried to take shots at Troy because he's like, I heard he was a manager at a retail store. And it's like, okay, you probably will. That's what I meant by you. You just said it. That's exactly what I was what I was saying. That's literally exactly what it's I was just talking like about. That I just wanted type, a magical journey. It just kind of, because the thing is, it's like, everybody does something, right? Right. Everybody makes whatever money they make or does whatever they do. As long as you have enough to sustain your life, that's all that matters. But when you got to go around telling everybody about the, the how much money you make and you make your money doing X, Y, Z. And, you know, I got so much going on. I don't have time for any of this because I have so much happening. It's just like, and I'm working with this person or that person. And it's like, because the consistent throwing around names and the all of that is just like. Like, even in the moment when he was talking about, like, opening up and talking about, like, this breakup he was going through. Mm-hmm. He says, well, we were at a celebrity friend's house. And it's like, ah, right. you, like, I was connecting with you over, like, it was nice to see you actually, like, exhibit emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, actually exhibit fucking emotion. Yeah. But then it's laced in such just narcissistic garbage. Yeah. Like, it's devoid of any any like realism mm-hmm. like it's a, it's devoid of and humanity. they all do it he's just the worst about it yeah no they all do it they all do it but the thing too is is everyone else you get to see a level of emotion with in every situation it's like he wants to be on the show because it elevates his platform but he doesn't want to exhibit any level of humanity in the show yeah like he talked a little bit about like having a son. He talked very little about like having both his parents, but it's still like it, at at least at this point in season three, mm. it's still just very surface level, very shallow, very materialistic. Like yeah, you're you're career driven. That's great, but what else is there to you as a person? Exactly. Like what made you want to choose this career? Why have you stuck in this career for so long? How has this career affected your life? You know, it's not, it's just what he, what you do and who you know. Mm -hmm. And that shit is boring. That shit just. And I mean, one can argue that that very much is Atlanta culture, but it doesn't, because I mean, you see the same thing with some of the housewives and with, you know, one can argue that that is the culture of the city, but that's, but I know that there's so much more to the people of Atlanta that's not just this like faux, like reality that it's, it's very much like I want for once to see a conversation that doesn't devolve into well i have this much money and i know this person and you're not this this and this because you work at a retail store because you do right. whatever that i deem unacceptable 
everything revolves around an idea of status and yeah like yeah to a certain degree this can be this is kind of fun but i'm also still at the end of the day asking what else is coming with this you know yeah like what's the next like how long are we gonna just do this right and you consider yourself as being the whole package but you're not presenting to us the viewers a whole package a complete person right like give yourself like let's see some some growth let's see some development you let's know see what I mean? some depth of anything like depth of character yeah at this point all of y'all just look like shallow kids fighting over who has the best toy on the playground and it's kind of like at what point will y'all be more than these shallow children trying to prove that you're better than the next one. Um yeah, I definitely I definitely have to I definitely have to agree with that. I I do believe that there are uh some people on the show who and actually like watching season four mm-hmm. uh, you you see on season three like the beginnings of a, a a good just like character that ends up growing in that season and then the next season you actually see like more of a fully realized like person right but q just does not have that q just doesn't have that see i don't i don't think it's not there i think that no i think you just doesn't want to present it because i don't think i think and this is just me going by what I've seen from this show. I think that for Q and with a lot of, especially queer men who on their face present straight, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They present heteronormative on their face, even though they are not necessarily straight. I think that that level of vulnerability equates with femininity and that's more than their identity can handle if that makes sense i i guess i can i can see why you say that um yeah i can see why you say that i just know he's just not he's just not my cup of tea on this yeah no i don't yeah it's i don't and there's far more interesting people too you know yeah i agree with that lauren is transitioning oliver is stupid talented and really cute lil kendra is First, I found out that Jay, I was the baddest bitch. <laughs> Little Kendra is burning the fucking charts up. Yeah. Let me tell you, bitch. I love a Little Kendra song. I do. I, I like her music. I am confused by her aesthetic. I'm not at all. I, you I, shouldn't be either. Just because I know what it before. is don't mean that it's not confusing. Just because I've seen it and know what it is, it's like, that aesthetic has always been confusing to me. I kind of live for it because she looked like small-time dope dealer's girlfriend. And I'm like, yes, bitch, give it to me. Give me I, all of the bodies. I didn't suits. get this season. Like, why was this the season of the Bob? <laughs> In the blue wig. This was the season of the Bob. The girls loved the Bob this season. The girls specifically loved a blue Bob. Yes, a blue Bob. Every one of the girls pop up with a blue Bob. 
a blue yeah. one or a blind one. Yep. Well, actually, while we're talking about little Kendra, this the whole Oliver little Kendra thing was kind of unsettling for me. Why so? This was a situation where how do I say this? Like I, I felt like they both had some kind of they both have very valid emotions attached to certain moments, mm-hmm. but at the same time, all of it was a stupid bullshit waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> like on one hand, I'm like, I can understand why your feelings would be hurt, Kendra. And then on the other hand, I'm like, but why are we acting like this? You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't. And I, by the end of it, I was like, I just, this is all stupid. I just don't care. I just want them to stop fighting and I want them to focus on the music. See, for me, this was a situation where I felt like on Kendra's side, it's like, if you're going to be an artist, you have to learn to take a level of critique, whether right. you want to hear it or not. But then this is where. I I look to I look at Lauren and say this is a situation in which she didn't handle Kendra properly because why would you being a trans woman ask is she a boy or a girl you're very aware as to how Kendra identifies so to even say that and put Oliver in the position to have to answer that being a trans woman yourself like what was your purpose there okay I understand why people felt that way um I I think there's a of there's a fair amount that was lost in translation from the actual conversation to not there's an edited, edited version that be, we saw well, not edit it, but just us receiving it. And I mean, nuances and conversations amongst two people. So <clears throat> but when he said, oh, that. she's a girl. And she says, oh, is he a boy? Is she a boy or is she a girl? I don't think Lauren meant that in the way of what's between her legs. I think she just meant that in the way of like, okay, so are we talking drag or are we talking, you know, transitioning? But see, that's how I received that conversation. But see, this is, see, this is, see, I didn't receive it that way. And I received it in the same way that Oliver received it. But as you're talking to somebody who doesn't know you that well, and then, you know, that question could very well come off as just what are her gender pronouns, not are we doing this for drag or are we transitioning? Because you're yeah, talking no, I, somebody who you don't know that well. And that's you're also very true too. That type of question. Of course, because my answer too would be these are her pronouns, but I don't know what's between her legs. Like Yeah. And that's what honestly that's what Oliver said. Once again, can totally understand why people be upset by it. Yeah. Um, I'm not trans body, so my feelings are completely Same valid here. in this conversation. I'm not a trans person. My feelings are very irrelevant in this situation. I do understand yeah. why people would be upset by me as a cisgender person. 
watching yeah. was uncomfortable because I feel like because I looked at it like you as a trans as another trans person should be more protective over the way that you speak of other trans bodies on this platform because you know that this it has an audience that these conversations will get misconstrued or dissected or whatever else so as a trans person I feel like it's your it's in not only just in your best interest, but in a level, in a way, your responsibility to be more careful about your, with your language about other trans people. It's, you got to learn how to navigate the girlfriend conversation on camera. Right. And there are some, there are some things in the girlfriend conversation that you cannot be seen saying in public. But I can't even say this was a girlfriend conversation because you didn't know her that well. Like it wasn't. That's like what I mean by the girlfriend. You and Oliver were good Judies. Like y'all just met. Like that's what I mean by the girlfriend conversations. Like you gossiping and you just you're gossiping and you're just talking. And I tell you the reason why I received it that way was because my own experiences here with certain trans bodies who that literally is what they have said mm-hmm. uh, in reference to. I mean, but I, once again, those are just my lived experiences with these trans people who have chosen to communicate this well, this way. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is like, once again, I can I understand have, why people are upset. I have the experiences with the trans girls and they do definitely use those, that language and those terminologies but in that case, in the case of this conversation, just because Lauren had been so shady to Kendra going like up to that moment, yeah, that is why I didn't take it in the way that I would have coming from any other trans person. Which, okay, no, I okay, I can get that. Um. Yeah, Oliver, I, once again, I just kind of felt like the whole thing was just stupid bullshit. Like yeah. the entire Oliver Kendra, like, Because it was very much, you need to learn how to take the critiques. But then also, Oliver, sometimes, just shut up. Like, you could just not say nothing. Because if she ain't asked you, then she didn't care to hear it. <laughs> Fair. Also, we cannot. We could also like do brunch and not act up in the restaurant. And just for once, can we just go just eat the actual food and not be out here acting a fool? Um, they can't because season four is there is a fight, and fight is an understatement. There is a a brawl, and multiple people are assaulted on camera. <laughs> Um, and they are in an event space eating lobster and pasta. What? I'm not even kidding you. In an event space? They don't even let them go to restaurants no more? Well, it was, okay, so it looked more like a WeWork office, like a little independent one. Not a WeWork. Nope, I'm done. (laughs) Yes, it was like three large folding tables. These hoes is having brunch in a WeWork. I am done. Because <laughs> the wild part is I probably know exactly which one it is. I, probably, I think I went to a restaurant next to it. 
Mm-mm. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. The space was cute, like hardwood floors, exposed brick, but it looked like it was like that. Sounds like a WeWork though. We're in the office. You know, uh, no, somebody's Airbnb with no furniture in it, and yeah, Kendrick, it goes left very quickly. And from what I've seen, like Kendrick, kind of was the one that popped it off, and it devolves into like people getting hit in the face with a chair. Did somebody get hit with a chair? Did they just get it thrown? Somebody, yeah, no, somebody got hit in the face with a chair. Um, I mean, niggas was all on top of each other. So, which she they popped it very off. It was never on for a good drink. Like, mama be ready to fight, but it's all the time. It's like it's not always necessary. No, it's you know, it's sometimes it's okay to just walk away. It is. It's like Kendra. But that's I just want to hug you. Well, I'm about to say all this is to me is that there's a lifetime worth of trauma in that per- in that girl's life because yeah, nobody like is just ready, like on go all the time, unless they're used to always having to fight. That's it. Because she's on go at any given moment. And I just be any like, girl, every- that got to be exhausting. That's the thing too. Is like I just want you to be happy, Please. and part of being happy is learning how to rest and not engage. Because that's what like, Mama cannot do is just take a break. Like, oh my God, she be going off, and it's like, girl, when was the last time that you breathe? Right. Like you got to just. It's okay. It's okay. Like, like, I really can, just want to hug Kendra, be like, girl, it's okay. So you don't have Fuck to is fight there. all the time. Like, no, bitch, just collect your shit and past. go. And on your way out, slash that nigga's tires. Just <laughs> like half the shit you be going off about don't even be that deep. Like, right. It just, everything is taken so, I feel like everything is taken so personally to Kendra because the only thing Kendra's ever had in her life outside of like a couple of family members and friends is her, mm-hmm. you know, at least that's the way it's presented on the show. Yeah. Like it's presented as if she had like a, a pretty, and I'm sure she did a, a pretty um, difficult experience. Mm-hmm. I will say this, Kendra, when, so she, Season four reunion, towards the end of season four, Kendra just kind of chills out. Mm. And the shit that she says is beyond empowering. So at the season four reunion, we finally get the actual Lauren introduces herself for real, for real, not just as Lauren England, but yes, I am a trans woman. And mm-hmm. Kendra says, I'm, you know, I'm proud of you. Your transition is beautiful. And just know that being trans is if there is 20 people in the store, you still get up every day and you make the choice and you own your transness and you walk in it and you go in that store and you get what you need for you. And when she said that, I was like, look at see Kendra. <laughs> right. Where is this woman been all of this, this time? And maybe it's like seeing herself on this show. To realize that it was time for her to sort through her own personal things. Plus, I think Kendra actually has, Kendra, I feel like Kendra finally has something in her life that 
she can actually lose and she's trying hard not mm-hmm. to lose it at this point in present day. Yeah. Because um, she's sis is working. Yeah. Sis is working. Like for real. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great. Shout out to you, little Kendra. Uh oh, by the way. <sighs> oh, I could have deal with that one. I could have deal with that wing. I don't I, do I don't know what purpose Wayne serves other than stirring up mess and to get Kendra riled up. So this is how I've been this is how I've been thinking of Wayne the Pain, right? So Wayne the Pain is a little Kendra as cranberries is to potato salad. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you could do it and if it's done right it could probably be okay it might even be good but But is it necessary no (laughs) it's like this is not a necessity we could i'm still not convinced that them two wasn't messing around i don't think they were because Kendra said that um, the reason why she was in jail was because she was with her, her and her boyfriend went together. That don't mean that these two, because I just don't, because I don't see no other purpose that this person was serving her. Because all that was her manager. What was he managing other than cr- creating situations for her to fight? Please, girl, he didn't got her ass on chasing Atlanta. He didn't got her ass a couple of shows and gigs, more than a couple of shows and gigs. Did he do it or did she do it? You know, we assume because he's the man ager. He's not the man ager, as uh, Carly Red likes to say. He was giving hanger on to me. Damn, so. Carly Red ain't got a man or a manager, but that bitch got a coin. Nonetheless, he just got a a, a record deal. What? Yeah, Carly just signed a record deal. With who? Hold on. Because I just saw this the other day and I was very confused. Wait, where's my phone? I'm I'm about to tell you in one second. Hold on. I I saw this and I was so confused. Who did Carly Red sign a record deal with? And are they insane? She signed with Legacy Records. What the, who the hell is Legacy Records? It's an independent label. A who the hell is Legacy album. Records? Hell's Kitchen, New York. Legacy Records. Yeah. Okay. So it is a, she signed a multi-million dollar album deal with cryptocurrency label Legacy Records. All right. I guess. I mean... Oh, is she really? She ain't about to Louis Gucci Prada us to death. Like, <laughs> I feel like this is just, I don't know. Speaking of storylines, I feel like this is just an elaborate storyline. Uh, she has the song called Ferrari Carly, Put You On, featuring Showbanger and Mr. Vegas, and Heartbreaker featuring Young Dro. Heartbreaker never came out, though. And then, you know, she got Johnny's Chicken and Waffles with Neo and Crystal. She got a song with Neo? That is a restaurant that she co-owns with Neo. (laughs) (laughs) 
song with Spice is coming out on this album that will be out next year. Oh my God. <laughs> what is Legacy's roster? Is what I'm trying to say. Neo's like, nah, I can't do a song for you, but you want to buy into this franchise of a chicken and waffle place? Legacy Records artist Alshon Martin, Fireman Bands, Jameson Beverly, Candyman BK. Lil Roddy and Suave. I've never heard of any of these people. Not a single one. Not a single one. But you know, we're I'm not I'm not the marker for that. I just learned that there was a YK Mufasa. Whoever this Lil Roddy kid is, he might be somebody I'll listen to because in his artist promo picture, he's wearing a Whitney Houston t-shirt. Jesus. I mean, I ain't got much to go on. I literally know So nothing. they got Carly to be the den mama because all these niggas sound like they are 25 and below. They sound very, very young. She has a there song called Ketchup. Boy. He was Is born in 1999. All right. So moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, we'll let that be. Um, okay, so let's jump to the reunion and kind of go over that a little bit. I know you didn't watch it, that, but... So, okay. I watched the first 20 minutes. And I said, if I hear one more chain rustling in and out every time y'all change camera, audio, feedback from the microphone, I was done. <laughs> fair that's fair <laughs> no that's fair um they definitely have stuff to put up as far as reasons these days but uh no that's fair uh i hate that they have an audience i hate that when any of these shows have an audience it's like i don't like it. when any of these shows have an audience i feel no. like having an audience for any of these reviews there's a reason why bravo doesn't have an audience it's the right. only way to even remotely get through things because people come in there with all their thoughts and feelings and just stir shit up. Uh-huh. Exactly. I mean, think about love and hip-hop versus why well, I guess that's not just in there. Yeah. Think so about mind. how many love and hip-hop reunions did they have to, like, put people out because they were trying to fight, or not even just love and hip-hop reunions, like, all them VH1 shows, them VH1 dating shows. Let's see. They yeah. had to put out cast members because they're getting hyped up by their friends. Bad Girls Club reunions where friends and family trying to run up on the stage. Like, there's a reason why you don't have... Yeah, when Jen's sister punched Flo in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Flo from season four. Yeah. There's a reason why you don't have an audience for these things. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad idea. It's always a bad idea. And I can understand an attempt to try and like either A, break even, or B, make more money, or C, just cover the cost of the reunion. Yeah, it's I like, understand yeah, you those still things. the tickets because you're trying to cover the, your costs. Yeah. But you already know once you do that, this shit's going to go left. Yeah, you've opened yourself to. You've, you've opened yourself to a different level of liability because there are now extra bodies involved in this. Mm -hmm. And these extra bodies have their own emotions because they are friends of or family of and they 
watch the show and they are pissed off too about bullshit. Right. Like, no, it's just it's a bad idea. They've it's seen awful the, idea. they've seen the confessionals and they have feelings. They, you know, yeah. like like it's already like bad enough when in the first two seasons, Devon was the one that <laughs> yeah. Devon was the one that shut down the reunion. But yeah. for this season, Lauren's then boyfriend, who I guess was abusive to her, um, which I'm not surprised. Definitely not surprised the way this nigga responded to this woman. Cause she had her hand up and she said something and he called her, he told her ass to shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch, and and picked up a chair. Picked up a fucking chair to fight this woman. Wow. Yes. Huh. And Lauren's dumbass was that whole time. Watch the reunion and get past the audio issues and actually watch it. It goes off. It goes off. It goes like Devon was Devon was the practice course. Like this nigga was Mario Kart. And the whole question is like, why? You, they focus on Lauren all the time. You just see the commotion in the background. They spend the whole time focusing on Lauren, saying, um, Lauren, who is saying, rather, excuse me, see, this is why y'all can't have an audience. Y'all trying to do this every year. This is so stupid. Y'all keep letting these people in and have an audience, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yes, that is, that is true. But your man just picked up a chair to hit what, at least from what is shown to us, appears to be a woman. Right. Like, right. why are we doing this? Like, for real, you're not even you're not even a cast member. Neither right. of you are cast members. And this is how y'all are getting down. <coughs> yeah, the reunion was a whole bunch of fuckery. You get to this see is, Oliver's mom comes on and she's an adorable lesbian. Yes. They tell us a heartwarming story about when he was, how he found out. Um, he was the personal assistant to his mom's then girlfriend, but didn't know. And he mm. it was like, he was like 15, 16, like little 10 hour a week kind of job. Mm. Um, and the mom's girlfriend was like, oh, hey, can you book us a flight for here? It's like, oh, well, who's the other person? It was his mother. Yeah. And he just kind of pieced two and two together. Um, yeah. She's a very sweet woman, but she also looks like she'll punch you dead ass in your fucking throat. Oh, yeah. She gives very much hard stud that will beat your ass. Like his... That is a that is a burly woman. <laughs> okay. But I also did appreciate that moment where she talked about you know how him coming out kind of gave her the strength to to do it to come out and everything like that sorry I'm getting like a flood of text messages everybody's been texting and calling me and I really do appreciate it oh just seeing how you are yeah just how are you feeling how are you doing like it's i've my phone don't go off this much never but i know you like niggas leave me alone it it's weird it's because my phone literally never goes off this much so Mm -hmm. but yeah um it was also it was also really cool to hear well not 
cool, but like learning about like Oliver's like mother. Um, were they together? I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Um, Oliver's father and how his mother was a victim of domestic violence. He Oliver's drove father a truck through the <laughs> house. Like catch tea. Jesus. Right. Guess who also guess who also drove something through a house? But it was a tank. What? <laughs> I know. Guess who drove a tank through a house? Who? What? Are you... Oh boy. Fucking Steven Seagal. Oh my gosh. Because how do we get here? <laughs> I'm confused. The police station. Because when he said that, it made me think of Steven Seagal. Because I was like, that is so fucked up. I was like, this nigga drove a house. I'm throwing drove a car through a house to like kill this woman. And then it made me think of like, but then there on the other hand, there's an idiot like fucking Steven Seagal who is an animal rights activist. Apparently, there was this guy in Arizona who was doing like a bunch of cockfighting. So the police thought it was a good idea because Steven Seagal was in town, was to get him in a tank and everybody and every mama who had a badge, a gun, and a fucking vehicle go raid this man's home who was simply doing cockfighting. About 100 chickens, right? How did I never so they know get this there. thing? Oh, girl, go back and read it. So they get there, and Stephen Seagal proceeds to ride through this man's home, and the police shoot his fucking puppy. So a thousand birds and a fucking puppy are dead. Oh, okay. I missed is all stupid. of that. Like, look it up. Seriously, totally forgot about it. Totally yeah, forgot I about it. Until literally it missed home. all of this. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Stephen Seagal is a fucking nutcase. These I niggas said already though. I knew I knew he was where is he in Norway? I knew he was how He's do I Norway. say this delicately? He, yeah, he doesn't live in the country anymore. Oh no, he lives in Russia. That tracks. That that's very on brand. <laughs> Just let that settle. Um let that settle, let that settle. No, that tracks. I mean, that it tracks. He's a uh, nothing guy. you're saying to me right now is shocking. It's just how did I not know this? Also, don't go out of my way to find Steven Seagal news. So maybe that's how. You know, I I dated long, long time ago. I dated a guy who loved Steven Seagal movies, and I kind of got into him. Who loves Steven? Okay. <laughs> don't ask. No one questions. loves Steven Seagal movies. These are movies that just happen to you. Nobody like likes them. <laughs> They just, it's like, this is literally like, like, it's just a visual assault. They just happen to you. It's just, you just kind of lay there and take it. But nobody likes these movies. I mean, sometimes they're enjoyable when you're in a very specific place like, emotionally. And entertain, like entertaining to you when you're in a murderous rage and or <laughs> extremely high, sure. But no one like says, I'm going to watch a Steven Seagal movie today. Like, nope, they just happen. First of all, they just be on. You're not, you don't find these movies. These movies find you when you need to. No, no, no. You have DVDs of them. Who the fuck owns Steven Seagal? <laughs> what? Okay. I'm kidding you. Yeah, they did the guy who had a bunch of Steven Seagal DVDs. And I was like, clearly, I never met. I was like, holy shit, this is great. 
No, I, actually, he was a really good dude. I was just an idiot. I mean, it's a possibility that yeah. overarchingly he's fine. I still question his taste. Oh, no, he was fine as fuck, too. He was fine as I fuck, I didn't too. mean attractive. Years. I meant a fine person. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, he was, he was a good dude. I also question his taste in movies, because when I tell you I haven't seen a Steven Seagal movie, and I don't even know how long. Like, it's, Yeah. He loves Steven Seagal. I was like, this is weird, but I'm kind of into it. Very strange. Um, so we were born is at the reunion and they pop they pop mad shit the entire time. The entire fucking time. Jay Twan is like pretty much like screaming and waving his head the entire time. I'm like, sir, I know your voice is tired and I know your back hurts. So maybe you like, should rest. Huh? It's like, sir, relax. Like, calm relax. yourself. Calm your limbs. Calm your tits. <laughs> calm your tits, bitch. Calm all your limbs. Because it's that wet girl. <laughs> uh, it was, I did enjoy it, though. I did, I enjoyed Berlin. I enjoyed Berlin in the show. I enjoyed Berlin at the reunion. Like, I just like Berlin. And um, Berlin is kind of shady, but Berlin kind of like chills in the background and then says, like, real say shady shit. And I enjoyed that. Huh? Berlin, don't talk. She just chills. She just be like, mm, okay. <laughs> and you know what? I feel that shit though. Like sometimes you just not every situation needs words. Sometimes you just need to just go, well, this thing got nothing to do with me. So I'm just gonna sit here and listen to but these niggas their, argue. But that's their thing. Jumping in shit that don't have nothing to do with them. Well, so J Twan jumps in shit. Berlin just kind of listens. She's just like, and then hands him tasers. Oh my god! When she handed him that taser, so which if you pull a taser out on me, bitch, you better hope I don't get the fuck back up because bitch, you better hope I don't have a glass of water in my hand because that's what I was thinking. It's like, oh, I would have just threw that shit right at. I would have threw right. a glass of water you right at. You pull a taser out at me, bitch. You better use that motherfucker and really hope I don't get back up because I that's it. Am now gonna try to kill you. I like I now it's game on because this bitch. just became self defense, bitch. It's Game of Thrones, uh-huh. like this motherfucker. I'm, I'm taking all you clothes out, <laughs> bitch. I play the long game, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna get cool with you, and I'm gonna slip Benefiber into everything that you fucking eat, and then I'm gonna knock your ass out with some Nyquil Z's. And guess who's gonna wake up a shitty fucking mess on camera? You. Mm-mm. I will have my revenge. <laughs> Pulling a taser out on me, bitch. Fuck that. Yeah, you taser my ass. I'm going to make your ass. I'm going to embarrass you. That's going to be even worse. I can heal from taser wounds. <laughs> yeah, I see. <sighs> but yeah, Jay Twan was popping like mad, like dog ass mad shit. He was talking to Oliver. He spoke to Lauren. None of it I really cared that much to like honestly invest that much energy into. I think at that point I actually got up and pee and I was like, I don't really care about this per se anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like That's perfect how I time to go just a lot of things in general. Like I just don't really care like, I just don't care for this that y'all are talking about anymore. Yeah. It's like I no, I do not delight. I don't delight in this anymore. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And by the time I come out, you all will have moved on. And they did. Um Kendra wasn't there. Kendra was locked up. Yes. Yeah. Kendra wasn't at the reunion. She was locked up. 
the whole Her, fight thing with Troy's family. They didn't specifically. No, they did. Oh, maybe. Well, just not in the part that I watched. Because uh, I know her sister popped up and started saying some shit. Yeah. It's a, it's, I think at the, it was just like a quick thing at the very beginning where um, Queen of Reeds was like, oh, we see we got Wayne Payne. Unfortunately, we don't have Kendra. And his sister was like, yes, you do. And she's yeah. saying up, And I was like, you goddamn right, bitch. She and sure then, does. Like, and then said something about, well, that snake part came from me. And then, like. Yeah. But also <laughs> audience members and family. Yep. Yep. Like, if you're going to have her there, like, you like shows like this, there's like, oh, you get her there for like two or three questions and then you send her on her way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, that's also, what they, I also they, they don't they understand why people get upset by what's said in them confessionals because that is where everybody goes to be shady. That is what y'all do. I don't understand why people get upset about what's said there. Also, still, why can't they get their shit lined up properly? Every time you watch them confessionals, the girls start gesturing and then hands start disappearing. Oh, oh yeah. Shorten. It's like, girl. Look, they look, they are growing. They do better. Every season, they do they do better. Like literally every season is a, a I mean, yes, I have definitely seen the growth and progression from season one to right now. And I you know what I mean? It. They got my they got ads popping, you know. I get it. The girls is like they the girls is on it, and they still kinda... give you full seasons and reunions. Every I kind of secretly want us to do a Chase in Atlanta podcast, like kind of like you know, like the insecurity. Oh, like watch it week to week. Yeah, I'd be down for that, but these niggas like to fight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> these niggas like to fight, and I'm like, look, I can scrap if I need to. Don't get it wrong, but I'm also 35, almost 36 years old. My body does not move like that anymore. But okay? I mean, you can't fight us for just repeating what y'all said. I guess. But you know they will. They fight each other for it. But they said it. Y'all fight each other. They fight each other for it. We ain't say the shit y'all did. And plus, we don't need to get hit with a cease and desist from nobody. You know these things. No, 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 no. I want to do it. <laughs> with. I, this ain't no independent shit. I need a coin. <laughs> and I, I want to do this in conjunction with oh uh uh chasing reality yes i'm gonna say this okay actually we'll we'll talk about that off air okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that off air i mean we ain't really got much else to say about these no that was it Except for like, okay, so the reunion breaks out. I mean, the fight breaks out the reunion. They shut it down. Everybody gets kicked out. We get a second half of the reunion with Oliver and Oliver, Lauren, Hugh, and Gardini. And Uh that's it. That is it. It's just those four people, which I thought was highly interesting. And I think they were just like everybody else. I'm surprised Gardini Gardini was was one of the ones to stay. It was interesting, too, to have, you would think, okay, so it's Gardini, 
Hugh Lawrence, like, okay, all of these are people who have been on here previously. Oh, so maybe Cameron. No Cameron. Oliver. Hmm. So I know uh, this is the like tinfoil hat moment. So I think that was the moment where Oliver was beginning to be positioned to be the next like face of chasing mm-hmm. Atlanta or chasing mm-hmm. reality. Because now Hugh has chasing LA, Lauren has just Lauren, and pretty much Oliver is Oliver that is that girl over there at the chasing Atlanta right now. Like mm-hmm. Oliver has stepped into that first lady Lauren role. Because you know Lauren was Lauren's like the first lady of oh, very chasing. Much so. You know what I mean? Of not just yeah. chasing Atlanta, but chasing reality. Like chasing first reality lady in general. Yeah. So now I feel like Oliver's being positioned to kind of be in that that kind of mode. Which they keep talking about that power three bullshit. And it's like, yeah, I guess it is kind of true because Oliver's got Atlanta. Like I said, Lauren's got just Lauren. And Q has chasing LA once they can get their shit together because that thing was a confusing mess. It was a confusing mess. LA. Like, what? But it was also a first season, so I get it. Yeah, but I just don't. Okay. Well, the first season of Chasing Dallas is very rough, and they get better each season as well. No, so, I get the first season things, but it's like, did Q actually move to LA or did we just decide? Q we moved don't... to LA. Uh, I supposedly moved to LA. So the girls say that, okay, so the girls say, not I, but the girls on the on the internet say that they weren't in LA, they were in the burbs. That's what um, I heard too, that they weren't, that they were in like, like, you know like Riverdale or some shit like that Riverdale shut up <laughs> I can't remember what that suburb of Atlanta they're out there in Sunnydale with fucking Buffy shut up <laughs> no because I I mean I heard that they were in, still in Georgia just in the Atlanta metro that's what I heard they were filming and I was like they, I heard they never fucking went to LA no, girl, they were in L.A. Like, these kids, well, they were in California. These were definitely so, California. No, what I read, because I, you know, of course, I go into these rabbit holes. What I read said that they shot B-roll in L.A., but all the filming with the cast happened in the suburb in Georgia. That... But that I feel like that, that was I never watched it, girl. so I was like, I don't even know that this makes sense because I've never seen the show. No, they were definitely. I feel like they were definitely in LA. They definitely I mean, weren't. They well, not been, LA, but they were definitely in California. I was say they could have been in one of the like Fresno. That yeah, they it could have been that could have been the situation, but they I know they definitely were in California. Uh, I'm um, just, I'm just telling you the story that I read on the internet. That they it's shot B roll in California, and, but and the actual cast was just filmed in like suburban Georgia, because they um couldn't afford whatever. So it's just a real. It's just a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess of a show, and I'm hoping that they like. I'm hoping they they get it back on track. I mean, um. 
this is to me this gives the same quality of shows as Zeus and I get you know your upstarts you're new you're trying to get your budget right you gotta you know you get your coin how you get your coin and I'm fine with it it's just I don't know it's just so much fronting on these shows that too which why this season was kind of refreshing because you actually saw the people that were really doing things. Like you got to see people work and perform and you, you see their music, you see them writing, you see them taking these meetings, you see them being human beings and having emotional moments and fights and arguments and, you know, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like before it really was like, what did Akeem, oh, Akeem was the other one that was gone. Um, Oh, Hakeem. I forgot about him and his plastic Next face. season is about the numbers. It's all about the numbers. What's your credit score? It's like, bitch. Uh, because Akeem went to G-Status ATL. Uh, ATL Hustle, yeah. He became yeah. an executive producer over there, too. I, yeah. What? Okay. Akeem, yeah. You gotta watch G Status. Season one is well, like man. This don't sound like I need to. This sounds like more niggas. No, G girl, bitch. Watch. You have to watch season two. Season two, okay. G Status ATL Hustle is to chase in Dal a uh, chase in reality as um Bad Girls Club is to Real Housewives. Okay. <laughs> Sadly enough, I gotta. <laughs> it's gonna the one of the worst. Okay, this is gonna sound so bad. There is this. Oh my god! Is uh, is one of the most like confusing situations because it's like I I don't understand how to feel in this. Hakeem Hakeem punches the only like. So she is a white Latino who says nigga all the time. And he punches this trans woman in the face. But mind you, she like has her shoes in her hand like she wants to fight and all of this. And it just, it goes so left because he like takes the shoes, throws them. And then he, out of all people, proceeds to like hit this woman. Right, because she said the word nigga, and I'm like, uh, like this is the moment where all of the demographics collide in one battle. Like, this is all kinds of fuck. Not all the demographics, <laughs> but I will say this she gets her retribution because this guy who I can't remember what his name was, this guy who is friends with. Uh, delicious. The woman's name is Delicious. Delicious and Hakeem. Mm-hmm. He approaches Hakeem, and Hakeem is like drunk and talking all this mad shit. And this nigga takes a cake and just goes, just mushes this nigga. He mushes him so hard that the chair lifts. <laughs> oh my god! Bitch, oh, G Status ATL Hustle season two was pissed that it didn't finish because I every week. I lived. I lived. Hmm. All right, y'all, on that note. 
um thanks for listening to us for a year um a if you year. like the show then like the show um if you don't like the show then send it to a bitch that you hate maybe she'll like it just send it to someone send it to anybody yeah just let um, people know we still out here rambling on the internet i know y'all like say we don't know what we're talking about but this is also reality tv so it's all nonsense so anyway fair nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah once again just want to thank y'all and please go check out go check out all of chasing reality go check out g status atl household go check these fucking shows out because mm-hmm. these queens is out here working and they're out here entertaining many of us with their their foolishness and fuckery. Yeah. Also, never forget that Oliver Twist has a fat ass. All right, good night. Hi. <laughs>